0: An improvised D Adventure.
1: Hello. Hello. Hello and welcome to, to a city, city of Town! Of town an, an improvised D adventure. adventure. Woo! Michael, you have been chosen. I have. For a great adventure. Ooh,
0: what is this adventure?
1: To ride atop the fire is steed. <laughs> is it a truck? Yes.
0: Oh, I've always wanted to do that.
1: You get to be a fireman today. Oh,
0: can I do the thing where I steer from the back of the fire truck and steer the back wheels?
1: Yes, you absolutely oh. can. Oh, my God. Anything you want can be your dream reality today. Woo, it's my lucky day. It's your lucky day. Michael, how you doing on your lucky day?
0: Really good. Now that I didn't know I get to go drive from the back of a fire truck. Yeah. That's literally my biggest dream in life. You I know, have no higher aspirations.
1: I was going to say that it seems like it's super doable, but I have actually no idea how hard it would be to procure you a fire truck. That <laughs> <laughs> you get to drive.
0: I mean, I could pay a lot of money to do it. Yeah. Or I could become a fireman.
1: Either one's an option. Yeah. One of them has me have deep fear for you. <laughs> and it's not the money. <laughs> Although that also, that's a crazy expense.
0: Yeah, that would, no, that'd be crazy expensive. That really would.
1: Uh, what are we doing here? Oh, right. This is, a, this is an improvised yeah. D&D adventure podcast. This is not a fireman's podcast. <laughs> but
0: maybe we should consider starting one.
1: If you guys think that's a great idea, like we do. Let us know. Go hit us up on our Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, what's a D&D improvised adventure?
0: An improvised D&D adventure means that we are going to do a one hour long D&D adventure. We're going to make literally every single part of it up on the spot. No prep work. No character sheets. Just endless amounts of dragon slaying and endless amounts of improv fun. Heck, but not endless because it's one hour long.
1: Heck yeah. We use two dice here on City of Town. Two whole dice. That's right, we use the d6 and the d20. Ooh, those are the two of the best dice. They are the d20 we use for all ability checks. We use them for what's the other word that I'm looking for? Uh saves, saving throws, yep. uh anything like that, so whether it's stealth or intelligence or perception. And occasionally fate dice. And occasionally fate dice. We use the D6 for any other types of mechanics that we come up with along the way that can be damage, um, but that can also be just anything we, we need to use it for.
0: Mm-hmm. And also, the, sometimes we just use it to play craps we in, do. The middle of the, in the middle of the adventure.
1: Yeah. Sometimes if you guys notice that we're just half-assing it, it's because we're also feeding our gambling
0: addiction.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, Michael, what's the final rule?
0: Final rule is that we loosely follow the D&D 5E rules, but we don't stress about it. We don't reference rule books. We make up character feats. We make up spells. We make up monsters. We butcher the backstories of races and
1: characters. Dang right. Yes. We're just having fun here, folks. Yeah, the world is our oyster. We are experimenting with D&D 5E. We're not necessarily uh, following it word for word.
0: Mm -hmm. We're having fun.
1: With oh, that, boy. oh, is That's Michael a good
0: reminder to make sure? That... No, your phone's going off.
1: Mine's going off. Yeah. Mine's on silent mode. Mine is literally on silent mode. Well, what's happening? Look
0: at you! But it reminded me to put mine on silent mode. <laughs> I don't know what else
1: I could have done. <laughs> it has the moon. <laughs> it has the whole moon. It has the whole. I got the whole moon in, in my hands. hands. <laughs>
0: I had it in both <laughs> hands in one hand.
1: Oh, that's so sweet.
0: hmm I was M- caressing it.
1: Yeah. I was gripping it. <sighs> Michael's the DM today. I'm the DM today. And I, Casey, and the player. You are the player. I think you guys know everything you need to know at this point. Yeah, I think so. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. Should we rock into this?
0: Let's rock into this.
1: Uh I'm the DM. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> we're gonna start. We're gonna... It's on to you. Is it gonna be an adventure? This is gonna be a certified city of town adventure. Certified.
0: A plus. All right. Let's begin. As all adventures do. Heck yeah. With your eyes open.
1: <gasps> Whoa. I as can see. you
0: walk down the hallway of uh the prison that you work in. Yeah. You are actually a prison guard. Uh huh. Uh the keys to the cells jingle yeah. on your belt as you walk. Okay. You have your short sword and your scabbard next to you. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about, uh, your backstory of who you are and how you found yourself working in this, uh, in this prison? Yeah. You're not like the leader of the prison.
1: You're a lowly guard. Yeah. 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 No, I know. Uh, people remind me of that very frequently. Oh
0: yeah. Management here sucks. Yeah. They They are dicks.
1: You know, I really got into this, uh, full of idealism. Uh, I thought that you know I could I could make a difference in this uh, in this prison. I started out um, as any young dwarf does, uh, down <laughs> working with my poppy in the uh, mines, mm-hmm. and I just got a hankering for making systemic changes. I saw a lot of injustices, and so I said, you know what? I'm gonna go and I'm gonna change things from the inside and my i gave my my dad and my mom a little hug my younger sister a hug and i walked myself up and to the prison uh, and i applied right then they were in desperate need of guards oh
0: yeah they needed a lot more
1: and so they hired me did not really train me much mm-hmm. so uh and i started i've been working here for i'm going to say i've been working here for like a year yeah yeah so I've been here for a little while, but I'm definitely no nowhere up the hierarchy ladder. Yeah, and
0: you haven't quite enacted as much change as you thought you were going to. No,
1: not People at all. People just weren't
0: as receptive to uh, your ideas as you thought they would be.
1: Not even close. Nah. They didn't think that any of my ideas were good, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate.
0: And so obviously this is a dwarvish prison, yeah. which means that you guys are actually deep, deep underneath a mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, underneath a mountain city, obviously. Right. Uh, they keep the prisoners super low down in the city because they actually have you guys uh, mining lava down here. They use the prisoners as prison labor to mine lava oh, okay. to then bring up to higher parts of the city, which then can be used to power different machinery, power forges, and uh, just be generally used throughout the city to better life for all dwarf kind.
1: That is so unbelievably cool. Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, but down here, though, it's dangerous as hell to mine lava. Yeah, of course. Because lava hot.
1: Love, it is hot, And see, I've been arguing for that prisoners need uh, breaks mm-hmm. and they've not been receiving anywhere near the types of breaks that you would get in a nah. uh, quote unquote free society.
0: They pretty much get to eat a meal like every eight hours and yeah. then but they work like two eight hour shifts back to back. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, well, you're on your way right now, though, to collect up the prisoners that you're taking in your shift. Down to the lava mines. Mm-hmm. Uh So what are you doing?
1: You know, I I'm still diligent in my job. So I I'm walking. I'm walking. I've got like my little keys dangling, like you said. <laughs> uh, That's I've got...
0: the keys jingling.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I am walking down. Am I? I'm assuming that I'm walking past some some of the cells.
0: Uh yes. So this whole this whole aisle that you're walk how that you're walking down is covered in cells. Cool. There are thousands of prisoners here. A uh, lot of them are dwarves, but not all of them.
1: Are what the ones who aren't? How did we get them? Prisoners Uh, of war?
0: Yeah, some of them are prisoners of war. Some of them are people who broke into the mountain to try and steal precious resources that the dwarves have been mining. Others are people who were allowed to enter the mountain. The dwarves are kind of a closed-off society, but they do allow some visitors for trade and things like that, and sometimes things don't go well, and people end up down here in uh, in the cells. Dang. Yeah. Well. But mostly it's dwarves. Okay. broke the law.
1: Well, I'm just going to continue on my way saying hi to the different prisoners in the different cells. So I'm like, hey, Gorlock. Uh, hey, Smithy. The prisoners
0: all actually really like you. Yeah. Uh, I think that m- the majority of them know that you actually care about them and want to make things better for them. So they actually respond pretty gleefully to you. They're like, what's your name?
1: Um, I am Gormir. <laughs> uh, Gormir the second. Uh,
0: <laughs> they don't call you the second. Though. No,
1: no, no, <laughs> they don't. Um, I actually I'm named after my mother. I oh, I'm nice. also I'm female, uh, nice. female dwarf with like a nice bushy beard. So they're um, all.
0: Yeah. They, some of them wave back to you and go, Hi, Gormir. Hey, how you doing?
1: You know, another day in paradise.
0: Tell me about it. Mondays, <laughs> <laughs> am I right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, by the way, um. You know, have you have you noticed any differences in any of the food options or anything? I've been really working on getting some new new dietary things down here to meet all your guys' needs.
0: No, not really. Dang it! Still, still sucks like always.
1: All right, well, I'll have another conversation with the warden. You know,
0: I really appreciate that, Gormir. Thank you.
1: No problem. Hey, keep keep your head up. I know you're gonna be here for two life sentences, <laughs> but you know. We can only change what we can control.
0: <laughs> and they, they nod, at, you know, like, yep, hmm And they go back to what they were doing. That guy actually murdered six minors.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: why he's here for two life sentences.
1: Yeah, right. I mean, you know, he's not, he's, you know, he, he made some mistakes in his life. Yeah, but... but that
0: doesn't mean that he needs to be treated uh, undwarvishly. Yeah. No, dwarvenly our, our
1: prison system's a mess. <laughs> in game, trying to think of this what the... <laughs> means nothing about the outside world.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the dwarvish version of inhumanely is. Uh, in
1: Indwornly. In Indwornly. In, in <laughs> Indwornly.
0: Uh, as you as you're walking along, uh, you do hear a prisoner off to your left in one of the cells get your attention and go. G- Gormir, Gormir,
1: oh yeah, what's up?
0: Uh, it's a younger dwarf guy. You know that he's actually in here for for theft. He was not a murderer or anything, mm-hmm. and he looks really sickly. And he's calling you from his bed. Yeah, this this
1: is Wrigley, right? It is
0: Wrigley. It yeah. is indeed Wrigley. Okay. Uh oh.
1: Hey, hey, Wrigley, what's what's up? Gormir,
0: it's getting worse. I don't, I don't know how I'm gonna go work in the in the mines today.
1: Oh no. I, I know, but they—they've said that that anybody who misses is going to be put to the block.
0: Ugh. I mean, being put to the block would be better than this, anyways. They won't give me any medicine. It it hurts so much, and, and he's like clutching his stomach,
1: right? In pain, right, right, because uh, I mean, so this this sickness has been going around, right?
0: Yeah, this is definitely one that's it's it's kind of created a, an a a pandemic within a place
1: <laughs> oh, <great. laughs>
0: not worldwide <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. i'm trying to th- i don't know what the word for that would be it's an outbreak within the prison
1: yeah it's like a plague or anything like that <laughs> yeah it's some sort of plague uh right it's almost like it's not everywhere have, though like dug too deep or something
0: actually this thing did start when a brand new mine was opened up uh down below the prison Mm. Uh, it was, it was a new lava mine cause they, they'd really like decimated a lot of the lava mines that they already had. So they broke open a new one and the first miners who went in, uh, they came back not feeling so good. And ever since then, uh, this thing has been raging through the prison. <sighs> it's only, it's only been about a month and a half since that new mine was opened.
1: Right. Yeah. But things are, things are escalating. Oh, things are definitely sure. escalating. Uh, I, Wrigley
0: I... is just one of many who is sick, and they don't have, they have not been giving the medicine. When guards get sick, they give them medicine, yeah. and usually the guards don't die from it. But the prisoners who don't receive medicine, they don't tend to make it.
1: What's the name of my direct superior?
0: Uh, your the name of your direct superior is uh, Drock.
1: Drock. Uh, Wrigley. I'm about to go meet with Drock. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna see. I'll, I'll talk to him. See if I can get you a sick day. Uh, thank you. And, Thanks, Goromir. And I'll have them send you some water. Just keep trying to take in as much fluids as you can.
0: I'll try, but it's hard to keep anything down.
1: Uh, I know. <laughs> hey, just remember that that joke that I always tell you about Buster. When when Buster gets <laughs> down, he doesn't clown around. He stands back up and he fights the town. <laughs> It's less of a joke and more of just a call to action. Yeah, that's <laughs> sure what the joke part of it was.
0: But he, he he looks happier after you tell him that, and he's like,
1: "Yeah, yeah, Buster doesn't clown around. He doesn't. And when he gets down, he gets back up and fights the town. Dang it. Okay, I'll be I'll be back to check on you. Just get some rest. Thank you. Yeah, love you. Bye.
0: Bye. <laughs> <laughs> love you. Bye.
1: I love you too. <laughs> Look, all right, you don't change things by, like, subtle actions, no, all right? you change sh- things to love. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, you do. Damn right. I'm with you. Damn right. This is this is all just Casey's idea of how to change the prison system. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all the guards have to say, I love you to the prisoners, <laughs> and tuck them in at night.
1: And care about them. No, well, maybe not tuck them in.
0: Yeah, tuck them in. You have to give them a little kiss on the forehead and go, I love you to <laughs> your dreams.
1: Yeah, <laughs> treat them as children. <laughs> uh all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm assuming because it's the more well no we're getting ready to we're getting ready to get everybody to go to the mines right
0: yeah well your shift they take everyone down in shifts be four hours
1: right um so i'm meeting with drock who i assume is going to help me do that uh well drock know? is your
0: immediate supervisor he's not he wasn't going to help you take oh, okay. your shift down okay well but I... his office is on this level
1: yeah i'm still going to go talk to drock because we need to talk about this mine
0: okay uh, so you walk down the hallway. Uh, you leave the area. You leave like the area that has the actual prison cells in it, and you just walk a few like dozen feet away from that, and you find like the administrative area. Uh-huh. Uh huh. For this for this cell block at least, each cell block has their own administration area, and yeah. Drock works in here. Uh, you walk up to his office door. What are you going to do?
1: I've been working on being more assertive. I am going to open the door and walk in.
0: You open the door and walk in, and Drock looks up from his desk. He's been signing something. He's got a, his assistant standing next to him, who's also both of them are dwarves, obviously. Mm-hmm. And Drock looks up and goes, Gorman, what is this?
1: Okay, good. He talked first. That's a positive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm going to say, Drock, we need to talk about the health and safety of our prisoners.
0: Aren't you supposed to be bringing your prisoners down to the mines right now?
1: Absolutely. But this illness that keeps spreading amongst the prisoners is stopping us from getting as much done. We're not being as effective as we could be.
0: Gormir, are you the doctor?
1: Absolutely not.
0: Then why are you worrying about the the prisoners' health?
1: Because the doctor is clearly not having the best interest of the prisoners at heart.
0: They're prisoners.
1: If we keep treating everybody like prisoners, that's all they're ever going to be. But that's what
0: they are.
1: No, they're not. They're dwarves and they're changelings and they're orcs. And I know we hate orcs. I do too. But if we keep putting forward that they're just prisoners, we're not going to see any change.
0: What would you have me do?
1: I would have you allow for rest and maybe also separation of those who are sick so that we can see what's happening and so it doesn't keep spreading.
0: Separation of those who are sick? Yeah. Well, that would help us keep the workforce healthy. Right. Maybe that's worth considering.
1: Are you kidding me? Yes.
0: All right. Give me a list of who's sick in your cell block. I'll have them separated from the others.
1: Okay, and I I am like uh so Wrigley is sick, mm-hmm. and um Gorbier,
0: <laughs> Gorbier, yes.
1: Gorbier is also sick. Uh, and then um, Spindlehead has talked about feeling nauseous, but I'm not certain that that's anything to do with the plague that's been going around.
0: Got it. All right, get your get your shift, except for the ones who are sick. Down to the down to the mines, and let's uh, let's get this back on schedule.
1: Okay, so I'm and hey,
0: don't don't you got to stop with this whole like trying to reform the prison system thing? You got to work your way up.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. Hey, I just don't get ahead of yourself. I just want to do my absolute best job here, sir. You better. And I'm gonna be about to leave, and I'm gonna say, you're not gonna kill the prisoners who are sick, right? (sighs) (laughs)
0: You definitely saw right through Michael the DM Yeah
1: Yeah, I ain't no fool I've been in this circus for a while now
0: Well we don't want it to spread to the other prisoners
1: Totally but if we just murder them We might not learn anything About this plague
0: (laughs) Well, we can study the corpses, and I'm sure more prisoners will get sick.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, sir, I know that you're giving me a lot of leeway right now. I'm
0: giving you a ton of leeway. You've
1: listened to you me. You
0: are so lucky that
1: I haven't had you tossed out of this prison. I want to say thank you. I also want to say, when you hired me, I was it was clear that you did not have enough people on the workforce. I did not. And you still don't. And so that gives True. me a place of leverage, is what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> Who taught you at leverage? <laughs> one of the prisoners. Uh, which one? All of them. Clearly, I can't tell you which one. <laughs> Sir, I believe there is something wrong with that mine. The one that has creepy voices protruding (laughs) from it (laughs) and has led to sickness from most of the people who have gone into it.
0: That's just superstition.
1: (laughs) Sir, it (laughs) seems to be more than superstition. The mine is full
0: of lava. You think that some sort of sickness is living inside lava?
1: (laughs) I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I'm just a person who asks questions.
0: I mean, I guess that the sickness does make the people who... Who get it super hot. <laughs> so like lava is also hot. Yeah. So like maybe it does have to do with the lava? No, that's that's stupid, right? That's stupid, right? And he looks to his assistant and this assistant nods and he goes, Yes, sir, that's very stupid.
1: I I I look like I Just
0: like Goromir here. It's very stupid.
1: Okay. Uh what um Presley?
0: <laughs> what
1: I understand that you have issues <laughs> unresolved. <laughs> but I have started to find a place of power here <laughs> and I think you suck. Your management style is abusive. He's only the assistant, yeah, so know your plights
0: and he, he he growls at you and looks mad, but he doesn't he doesn't leave his place <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sir. I would like to be able to conduct a few experiments within the mine to see what's happening.
0: Like what?
1: Well, and I would like to say that this will be while my section of prisoners are already down there. Mm -hmm. So rather than just then staying by the door, uh, I will instead go in with them to conduct these experiments. Okay. So, it is not a waste of time.
0: And it won't stop any of the work? No. We won't get behind schedule?
1: No. Although I do think you should shut down the mine, I understand that we will not.
0: All right. If you don't get anything behind schedule, mm-hmm. I will allow you to conduct your experiments.
1: Yes! Thank you so much, but sir. But Presley's
0: going with you.
1: Shh. Wait, what? Why? <laughs> <laughs> because I
0: am... someone needs to keep an eye on him We don't want him doing anything stupid down there
1: Okay, sir
0: But I do want to know why the prisoners are getting sick I may not care about them But I don't want them all to die Because then we won't have a workforce
1: I think that that is wise Thank you for hearing me out
0: You're welcome, Goromir Now, get out of here and go get your shift down there You're already minutes behind As you say Presley, go with him. And Presley follows you.
1: Sweet. All right, we both head out. Yeah, you did it. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Go Gormier. (laughs) Fucking crush it. Yeah, right. (laughs) Persistence. Yeah, what you doing? Uh... Well, so now, yeah, let's let's get uh, the prisoners in a line and let's head down to the mine.
0: All right. You go down the line, you get all the prisoners out of their cells, you get them in a the line, you shackle them together like you're supposed to one by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, what you going to do? They're all standing in the middle of the hallway pointing in the direction you need them.
1: Great. Uh, so we'll start. I'll say, hey, everybody. So. We are going to go work down in the mines, but I want you to know that I'm going to be running some experiments while we're down there to see what's going on so that hopefully we can find some solutions for the current death plague that's going around. I love you all. Let's go do this. <laughs> your positive love affirmations.
0: I also want to, uh, we didn't roleplay it out too much, but I want to just make sure that it's clear. Uh, Drock is not going to kill the three sick prisoners in your cell block. Oh, yeah. For two days. For two days? They can miss work for two days, then he's killing
1: them. Okay, I would have agreed to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's all I can hope
0: for. Honestly, Drock has been pretty... (laughs) He's
1: been pretty agreeable, (laughs) quite frankly. He's a
0: pretty decent boss.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We said management sucked here, but like Drock's trying at least. Yeah,
0: but Drock's also middle management. Yeah. Management sucks.
1: Oh, always they do. Mm -hmm. Look. If you have middle managers out there know that they do suck, but they do not suck half as bad as the people above
0: them. (laughs) And they don't (laughs) suck half as bad as people above them.
1: No, it's just a shit ladder that gets worse (laughs) as you get higher, which is strange. (laughs) It's not
0: typically how shit works.
1: Yeah, no, it's not not how gravity works.
0: So as you walk down the hallways of this prison, uh, descending deeper and deeper into the mountain, you hear the jingle jangle of the chains between your prisoners. So they walk and they. They grumble behind you talking about how they don't want to go to work, and I'm hungry, and I don't feel good. As,
1: as I hear this, I start to sing a song. Uh, and a few of the prisoners
0: join you. Yeah.
1: Not yeah. all of them. There's only like four or it's five. It's one that I sing There's like much... 20
0: prisoners, by the way.
1: Okay. It's one that I sing pretty much every time we go down.
0: <laughs> you guys are pretty over uh, overextended, by the way, as guards. Like You have one guard for 20 prisoners.
1: Yeah. It's almost like a catastrophe is in the making.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And you have your you have your sword, obviously. You also have uh, a few pairs of restraints on you in case you need to restrain any prisoners. And then you also have uh like this like chemical weapon that you can use, which basically uh is like it's like an irritant. It's like it's like pepper spray, but it's it's different. Okay, it's made out of like this mineral that they mine, uh, which is just really abrasive to skin. And it just oh. causes, like, burns and rashes to... And does not nothing, like, super permanent. Yeah. Like, it'll mess you up for, like, a month. Yeah. Uh, but you can use it. It's kind of like a grenade.
1: That's freaking rad. Yeah,
0: it's used for crowd control. It's definitely like, the most powerful tool that you guys have. And, and the only real reason why you guys have been able to uh, keep these prisoners under control with so few guards.
1: <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you descend deeper and deeper, you eventually leave the part of the prison. Where everything is like built out with like stone walls and floors and things, and you enter just like caves, okay, uh, which are all lit and they all have like scaffolding along the sides to keep them from collapsing. Uh, You do see guards stationed every so often, about every like 300 feet or so, there's a guard like just manning their post. Uh, You see the old mines, which are now used to be like full of activity and super bright from the glow of lava, now just look like abandoned rocky messes with just like old hardened magma everywhere uh and no longer any sort of activity going on finally you descend deeper and deeper past a few of these inactive mines it's been a long time you guys have been doing this yeah and you reach the new mine which is where all of the activity is now uh it's got this giant giant entrance that has been carved out it's about like 50 feet tall at its tallest point it's kind of like a dome uh and it extends as far as the eye can see glowing super brightly from lava there's no need for torches down here because the lava is just super super bright and you see uh this chain system up above you which is carrying buckets of lava that the uh prisoners are mining so they they get out into the middle of the lava they use these this chain system to get a bucket full of it then they hoist it up some of the lava sometimes drips over the side and hurts people uh, that can definitely be messed up. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> that can be messed up. Yes. Uh, that's cool. And is it like magic that keeps the lava hot? Like keeps it from drying drying, or what?
0: Uh, so part of it is the way that is a special material that these buckets are made out of. Uh-huh. Where the buckets themselves are actually hot. Yeah. Uh, it's, this, it, it's this, they just really retain heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the buckets are actually soaked in magma for a long time. And it has a really high heat retention. Uh And then once they pull it out of the magma, they can then scoop magma with it, and the bucket will stay at that temperature for, like, uh, 12 hours. Wow. So they can get the magma up to where it's needed and used before the bucket loses its heat.
1: That's freaking rad.
0: Yeah, but of course the buckets can also hurt people, (laughs) because it's hot. Yeah, of course. So everyone's using these giant poles to, like, move the buckets around and, like, scoop the lava and things.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Uh, so... And
0: there's also prisoners who are, like, turning giant wheels to, like, get the chains moving and things like that.
1: Right, of course. Ugh, that's really bad for your back.
0: Oh, it's terrible.
1: Yeah. We lose a lot of good prisoners that way. (laughs) Uh... (laughs) To
0: broken backs. Oh, God.
1: (sighs) Okay, so, uh, once we get down there, I'll unshackle them so that they can start doing their work. Yeah,
0: your, your prisoners are on pole duty today. So they have to get out into the lava with the poles and use them to get the uh mm. the buckets scooped up.
1: Yeah. Okay, and I and as I I uh loosen each person's shackles, I say, hey, be super careful out there. Make sure, focus on the task at hand. And
0: some guards who are walking by over here, you talking to them like, That god, what what are you doing talking to your prisoners like that?
1: <laughs> I... Who
0: cares if they fall in lava and burn to death? They're prisoners. Let him die.
1: Gerald, Lenny, I appreciate what you're saying. However, I do think there's some problematic natures to it. Uh, If you'd like to sit down, we can talk about it later. However, right now, i got to focus on getting the job done. Er, And they walk away. (laughs) See you later.
0: They they do not say see you later to you.
1: (laughs) I I turn back to- (laughs) You're so
0: friendly. (laughs) 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 You are sickeningly friendly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dang right. (laughs) <laughs> it's my it's my superpower <laughs> uh i i look back at one of the prisoners and i say hey it's only a matter of time until we change minds <laughs>
0: <laughs> and he goes yeah you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right all right and then i undo them and i yeah. once they're all that done, guy
0: by the way uh he ran a scaffolding company for miners mm. and uh he cheaped out in the materials and lied about uh what how his scaffolding was put together and it collapsed, causing the death of thirty people uh,
1: that sucks, and yeah. if only we had like talked about how important honesty is uh within Dorvish society like you know I blame him, of course he made his choices, but mm-hmm. I also just blame the system that brought us here fair. So. <laughs> <laughs> you will not make me hate these prisoners, Michael. <laughs> you will not hey, do it. Hey, you know,
0: I'm just, I'm just showing uh, the you world. Know, you know, I'm just the showing the world
1: one, one person at a time. Yeah,
0: adding that detail.
1: Yeah, just showing all of their faults and none of their positive sides.
0: <laughs> so it takes you about 20-30 <laughs> minutes to get these prisoners in place. Uh-huh. Uh huh. they all start. They all have their poles. They all start using them to push the lava buckets where they need to be. The red hot, glowing lava buckets.
1: Yeah. So once once they've got started, um, I'll look over at uh, what was his name? Which which one? The the second to Drock.
0: Oh, uh, the Squire or whatever Wrigley.
1: No, no, no. That was the sick guard. It was Preston. Perse- Preston. Pre- pers. Per-
0: I think it was Preston or something.
1: It was. It was like that. Perseus. Yeah. No, it wasn't Perseus. Sure, Preston. Preston. <laughs> Let's yeah. go with Preston. Let's, we'll go with Preston. Let's play
0: back the tape. <laughs>
1: We can't. We can't. <laughs> All right, Preston. Uh, okay, Preston. So now I, I'm going to start doing some of my experiments. So just keep keep an eye on them. Make sure you know. No, no, no. They're no. great prisoners.
0: I'm here to keep an eye on you.
1: Uh, okay. Oh, wait, do you want to come with me then, or do? You...
0: Oh, I'm, I'm going to be right on your ass. I'm watching everything you do. You make so much as one wrong move, and I'm going straight to Drock and telling him.
1: Absolutely.
0: Don't do anything stupid.
1: <laughs> okay. We're going to move. We're gonna, You know what? I'll change your mind later. We're <laughs> going to get working. So what I want to start doing.
0: For- I did, I'm only here, by the way, to make sure that we keep the guards safe. I don't care about these prisoners.
1: I know you don't. I un- I get. To-
0: and I don't know why you do. You like bad people more than you like the good people.
1: I would just argue that there's a lot of people who care about the good people. And so maybe there should be one or two people who care about everyone. <laughs> so I'm going to the thing I first mentioned, was was like these whispering words that people hear. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm, which
0: is pretty much constant, in all honesty, down here. Okay. Like it's not like every once in a while you're whispering word. Like you just constantly <laughs> hear whispering words down here.
1: Okay. That's horrible. And horrifying. you
0: kind of just tune it out after a certain point.
1: Okay, but I don't want to. No, if you if you pay attention,
0: you can you can notice it again.
1: Okay. Yeah. I I so I want to listen for it and see if I can s- identify any areas that it's most prominent.
0: Yeah. Uh. So it's mostly cries for help. Uh. Like.
1: Oh, Uh, oh my gosh
0: yes it's and it's like layers and layers of it uh so Mm -hmm. what are you doing to to try to figure out where it
1: is i mean first i'll just try the the basic of like hot and cold it like i'll Mm -hmm. walk places see if it gets louder see if it doesn't notice if there's if there are areas where it's the loudest or no
0: totally so right now you're on like a 30 foot wide like walkway it's like not a walk it's like it's not man-made it's like a dirt it's like a dirt path in the middle of this cavern right and on either side of you is lava Mm
1: -hmm. extending
0: out super far in either direction okay uh and you're currently in the middle of the walkway
1: where does the walkway go to
0: uh it just keeps going it actually goes like super far further than you can see further into the cavern there's an insane amount of lava here it's almost like a like lava lakes on either side of
1: yeah, this walkway, and it goes to the. It just like where does the walkway go though? Does it end?
0: Uh, hmm. It it eventually becomes new walkways that extend in different directions.
1: Oh wow! So we're like... this is massive. Yeah, and, once... and the other
0: lava mines were also massive, and they got used up.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So, like, you guys are using an insane amount of lava in this society.
1: Noted. So I'm I, I first I'm gonna like kneel down and put my ear to the earth, see if I hear if it's louder, what I hear. Uh
0: yeah. Once you when you really get your ear up close to the earth, it almost cuts out the sound. Oh wow. Yeah.
1: So it's almost coming from above? Uh or to the side?
0: You don't necessarily think it's coming from above, no.
1: So I'll walk I'll walk to my right first to the edge of the where the lava starts mm-hmm. and see if it gets louder.
0: So as you get over to the edge, you do notice now that you're paying like close attention to it, it does feel like the voices are getting a little bit louder and even a little bit stronger the closer that you get. Almost like they're calling out in more desperation as you get closer to the lava.
1: Interesting. So I have like a little scoop that is uh, made of that same material mm-hmm. so that I can grab a little bit of lava. Mm-hmm. It's just normally people check it for random things to make totally. sure it's It's lava. actually made of
0: two different materials. The, the scoop part is made out of the same bucket material that keeps it hot. Right. And then the other part is a type of metal that actually retains no heat. Yeah. And is pretty much impervious to getting hot.
1: Yeah, so I don't burn my hand. Yeah. Of course.
0: Uh, So yeah, you scoop out a little bit of lava. Yeah. You actually have to hold it in there for like a minute to get the the scoop part hot so it retains the heat. Totally. But once you once it's held in there long enough, you then pull it out and it'll keep that lava hot for about twelve hours.
1: Great. And I'm gonna like put it kind of near my ear Ooh. and listen. Not You'd... like too close. I'm gonna <laughs> be careful.
0: All right. You listen. You don't hear anything.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna pre- I'm gonna put it back in. All right. Uh and I'm gonna set the cup down so I don't burn myself.
0: So. <laughs> totally <laughs> you just put it back in your pocket oh gosh <laughs> oh no yeah that scoop's gonna be hot for the next 12 hours
1: yeah uh, so the the people who have the poles are they are they in the lava like i know they're not like submerged in it but
0: well some of them walk on stilts out onto the lava stilts made out of that same material that keeps heat from uh that doesn't retain heat so yeah. they're literally like wading through this lava on stilts and obviously those guys suffered the most casualties. That's the most dangerous job out here. Well But hey, at least prisoners are doing it and not good people. It's time
1: to be <laughs> it's time to be brave. Are there an extra set of stilts anywhere around?
0: Dang. Uh yeah, you could you could absolutely get a pair of these stilts.
1: Preston, going out on the lava.
0: You're doing what?
1: I'm going out on the lava.
0: Why would you do that? You're not a prisoner. You don't have to go out there.
1: There are clear cries for help that are coming from the area of the lava.
0: What do you mean?
1: Listen for like a second.
0: I hear the same cries for help that I always hear in here. (laughs) We've brought in lots of sorcerers, lots of wizards to study the magical source of these spells. None of that spells sounds. And none of them have turned up anything. What makes you think that you're gonna walk out into the lava and find something?
1: Well, I don't. I I don't I don't know. That's my whole thing. That's that's where I get all my power from, is that I don't know something and I'm okay not knowing it. That's what lets me ask the question.
0: I mean, if you want to go out in the middle of the lava and get yourself all burned up and die, go for it. You'll make all of our lives easier.
1: But I thought you were going to be directly on my ass.
0: I'm not going on that lava.
1: You're not going on the lava. Of course not. Drock's going to be furious when I tell him that you didn't go on the lava with me. (laughs) I don't want to go on the lava. I don't know what to tell you. You were assigned to something. Are you not going to do it? Hate you, Preston. I fine. I'll go on the lava with you. Good. Let's get some stilts.
0: <laughs> I'm so worried about what's happening here. You guys go and I get just some of the stil- know
1: stuff, but I also hate Preston. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Great. You guys go get some stilts. You strap them onto your feet. Prisoners are looking at you weird. Guards never go out into the lava because there's just literally no point. Because like if a prisoner is doing something, they don't want them doing it in the lava. They just don't let them come back
1: to land. <laughs> <laughs> That's such. An there's nightmare. no
0: need to go out there. <laughs> so you might be the first guard to ever go out in the lava on the stilts.
1: Uh, and I, I'm gonna. So okay, yeah. Uh, I'll get the stilts on, and then. Uh, and
0: they're about like nine foot high stilts. Oh, wow, okay. uh, but lava is pretty thick. So like you couldn't walk on these easily just on land. Yeah. But you'll only be like a foot above the lava out there. And the lava kind of holds them up right and makes it like because it's kind of like going through like a thick like sludge.
1: Oof. <laughs> this is so scary. <laughs> it's
0: fucking weird.
1: Because
0: <laughs> uh, this lava is deep.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'd assume so. Yeah. Okay.
0: Dope. Yeah. Get them on. I'm ready to go. Nice. You get them on. Uh, you you put them on, on the edge of the lava so that basically you can just like push yourself out into the lava and just immediately be able to walk. Okay.
1: And, and as I walk, I want to so so let's do an acrobatics check. Let's
0: see how, how well you, how good you are at this. Okay. What you roll?
1: I think it's probably a plus one. I'm, so I got a four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so
0: you start you push yourself up. You start to move forward, you take like two steps, getting used to like the weird sludgy feeling of this, th- of the lava, Yeah. and then you you kind of trip on something on the bottom of the lake, of the lava lake, and you start to fall forward, but you immediately feel someone grab the back of your collar and pull you back up, and you look over and you see a dwarvish prisoner, like, who just grabbed you and stopped you from falling in. He's one of the guys from your cell block, Yeah. and he goes, oh, Goromir, you gotta be careful there, man, and he Thank
1: you so much. That was so scary.
0: What are you doing out here? Your guards never come out of the lava.
1: Let me ask you. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's going on here. We need to stop prisoners from getting sick. I care too much about you guys. I want to know. Hey, have you? Can
0: you show me?
1: <laughs> I want to know about these prisoners like me. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I asked them, I'm like, hey, uh, have you uh, have you heard these cries for help? And have you noticed any places where they get louder?
0: Yeah. So everybody definitely has noticed the cries for help. Yeah. Uh, He says that he's noticed that the further he ventures out into the lava, the more he hears them and the more desperate the cries seem to get. Uh, But no one has really ventured more than about 50 yards into the lava so far. And the lava keeps going, like, as far as you can see. Right. Because uh, they just don't have to go further away from shore than
1: that currently. So They haven't mined enough yet. Gracklestag, I, thank you so much for grabbing me. You're Maybe welcome. Making sure that I survive. And let
0: me, give, let me give you some pointers to make sure this doesn't happen to you again. And he <sighs> gives you some pointers so that you can safely walk on the stilts. Uh, I just want to point out, this dude is not this nice to other guards. It's because you've been nice to him.
1: Dang that right. he is, choos- oh.
0: that he chose to save
1: you. You get what you give.
0: We can't let the good guards die. People like you are the only thing that keep us alive in this prison.
1: I-, I shake his hand very fervently. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Ooh, thank you. Now, and you look back and you see Preston is still sitting on the edge of the lava. He's staring at you with wide eyes, like he just saw you almost fall, and he's not sure that a prisoner is going to catch him if he tries.
1: To- if he almost falls, Preston, I'm going to catch you if you try to fall. If you fall. I don't necessarily believe that. Well, believe me, don't believe me, but Drock will hear a full report.
0: Uh go and do an intimidation check.
1: Bam! What do you, that's a plus two, I think, as well. So that's a twenty. Oh my
0: <laughs> god. Uh yeah, you know, Preston is more scared of losing his job and of the, the retaliation <laughs> of Drock if he doesn't do what he's told. So he gets himself, he pushes himself up. <laughs> that was terrible. He rolled a nine. Uh, plus one <laughs> oh, is ten. Okay, good. Yeah. So he pushes himself up. He stumbles around for a second, like getting used to it. And he kind of ends up doing the splits a little bit for a moment. But he manages to right, right, like right himself, kind of get a hang of it. And like, oh,
1: oh,
0: takes a deep breath. And he starts walking towards you slowly. But he's not moving very quick.
1: Great work. And we're off. Uh, Drakelstead. I... Thank you so much for helping uh, give me some pointers. Uh, We need to make sure the only reason that I'm able to do these experiments is is that it's not going to get in the way of you guys doing your work. So as much as I appreciate you looking out for me, I need to at this moment insist that you continue doing your work.
0: Absolutely, sir. And I'll I'll keep the other boys working hard, too.
1: Thank you so much. We know you're
0: looking out for us and trying to do this for our safety.
1: Together we prosper. Together we prosper. <laughs> I've got like so many of these. You're gonna create like a fucking uprising. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs>
0: and Grackle Stuck goes back to his work. He gets everybody riled up to like start doing more to like move quicker.
1: Uh huh. Uh, cool. And I, I'm just gonna. So we're venturing out there.
0: Yeah. You, you pretty quickly reach the edge of like the furthest that anyone else has gone out. There's no longer any chains and metal buckets above your head carrying lava they haven't built any of those tracks out here yet because they just don't need to yet yeah and you reach the 50 the 50 yard line and you keep going yeah deeper and deeper out into the lava
1: Ma- making sure every about like 10 yards or something to listen to see if there's a new direction I need to follow
0: absolutely and so far it's just getting louder and more fervent the further out you go um also Preston uh he is definitely not moving as quickly as you he didn't get any pointers
1: I'll definitely go with him. Okay. Like I don't want to go too far ahead of him.
0: Yeah. Anytime that you seem anytime that you pull a little bit ahead of him, he kind of freaks out and goes,
1: wait, 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 wait come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, And
0: I always do. He's very nervous. And he's like definitely using his arms to like try to keep his balance and everything.
1: Is he is he open to me giving him some instructions?
0: Uh you could certainly you can certainly try.
1: Preston. My dedication is to both of us making it back safely. So I want to make sure you know how to do this. Um, so I think you
0: care more about prisoners than you care about me.
1: I completely disagree with you. I think that the problem is is that you see a problem here. Whereas I'm trying to find new solutions. Through us all working together, we can be more efficient. We can take care of the dwarvish colony and we don't have to have so much vitriol. We can find better ways to coexist. Period. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I think he's too scared to yeah. want to do too much of a moral argument with you.
1: So is he gonna shut up and let me teach him? He
0: shuts, he shuts up and All he right. lets you teach him.
1: Great. So um yeah, we kind of like walk together as I like give him little <laughs> advice, bits of advice.
0: I'm you like a ski instructor, like pizza french fries. Pizza French fries. <laughs>
1: <It's> exactly. <that.
0: laughs> yeah. Nice.
1: Uh, cool. And so we're, we're pressing out further. Um,
0: all right. So eventually as you're walking, you reach a point where the, as you're, you're actually explaining this stuff to, uh, Preston as you, as you guys are walking and suddenly the, the noises, the whispers start to get so loud and so intense that it becomes hard to actually talk to one another. Cause like the, it's just so loud at this point in the, in the lava.
1: Oh, wow. Um, uh... I I'm going to I'm going to yell out just to see. Um, can you hear me?
0: Uh, you you sense a lull in the yelling for a moment and you sort of hear like a little something, but you can't quite make out what it is. And then it, it all roars back to life. So it was like, help me,
1: please help. Help me, please help. I'm drowning fire. I uh, what was the last one? Fire. Fire. OK, I'm drowning fire. Uh, Preston, uh, Preston, did you hear that?
0: He's he has his hands up against his ears and he's like wincing. Uh, And you notice actually when you put your hands against your ears, it actually doesn't make it better.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Yeah. So it's just as loud. It's just like an instinct to put your hands against your mm -hmm. ears. It's hard to not.
1: Of course. Uh, We are here to listen and to assist. If there's anything we can do, please vocalize it.
0: And you hear the word drowning <laughs> get louder and louder.
1: Pre- Preston. Uh, and he's, I, he's still just. I, I'm going to motion to him, though.
0: And he, he kind of looks at you, and his eyes are wide with fear. I'm going to. And he's, you can see him. You can kind of make out his, his mouth. You can't actually hear him, but he's, you can tell he's saying,
1: Let's go back. Let's go back. And I, I'm going to say, You. In me stay, I I have solution.
0: Do a charisma check with disadvantage because he can't hear you.
1: Oh, uh, four, I think is gonna be the lowest. Yeah, four. All right, uh, plus two, so six.
0: All right, so he he stays. <laughs> You're holding <laughs> that one. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm talking about. Okay,
0: he's uh, just terrified. Yeah, and he's looking at you just with eyes full of fear.
1: So I'm gonna be. I want to get close to him, um, so that I hopefully he can at least hear me a little bit. If not, he can kind of he, see my mouth move and the words that I'm trying to say mm-hmm. as I say, um, we need to work together. I am going to. I am going to undo one of my stilts. Ooh. (laughs) You're gonna undo one of your stilts? Yes, and so I need to be able to put my foot onto your stilt on top. You don't need to unstrap yourself. Uh, uh, okay. We can do this together. Okay. We can do this together. Together. Uh, as I'm going to He's unstrap so my stilt, and I'm going to put slowly put my foot onto his stilt. He,
0: he definitely panics a little bit when you do that, but he doesn't you don't he doesn't fall over, he doesn't mess it up or anything.
1: Great. And I keep eye contact with him as much as possible. <gasps> and then I'm going and to And
0: the ye- the cries of like drowning, help us,
1: drowning, help us. <laughs> and I'm going to yell to them, Grab hold of my stilt! Grab hold of my stilt. I'm going to pull you up. Grab hold of my stilt.
0: And you you push it really deep into the lava. You're bent over about as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, your hand is actually just inches away <sighs> from the lava. Uh, and suddenly you feel something on the other side pull you a little closer. <gasps> Do an acrobatics check to see if you, how well you keep your balance.
1: Kona! (laughs) What'd you roll? It's a seven.
0: I mean, I'm not just going to make you fall into the (laughs) lava. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) I know, but I'm so nervous, man. This is scary.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is... We're literally playing Floor is Lava.
1: Yeah. I love it. I love it so much.
0: Uh, You feel something pull you closer to the lava. You definitely freak out a little bit. uh, And you actually drop... uh, You drop something. What do you drop? You lose one of your pieces of gear.
1: Um... I think I think I lose I, I think I lose my sword or my water.
0: Okay. Wh- which
1: one do you want? I think I, you lose your water. Water Your water
0: yeah. falls out of your out of your harness. It's like a big bottle and it falls out and in, into the lava. Yeah. Uh, and it burns away and you're like, oh fuck. Cause I'm
1: far out here now yeah. without water.
0: Like you see this bottle like just literally immediately melt and steam. Yeah. Uh as you start to pull back against this thing, trying to regain your balance i uh, the stilt with lots of weight on the other end starts to pull out of the lava
1: <sighs> but it's gonna be too tall for me that's what i'm thinking i mean i'm, I'm a i'm a stout dwarf i like i i'm probably only four foot eight mm-hmm. Yeah. so to pull uh, this thing is nine feet
0: yeah but you can you can touch so as the metal comes out you can touch it and it won't have any heat because it's this oh, metal literally retains no heat. That's
1: it's the same metal as the on the ha- on the handle. Exactly. That's badass. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. So you can like keep so like cool. grabbing it and pull it
0: further and further. Okay,
1: so I start pulling it up. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh you pull it up, you get about six feet of it out. It's getting harder and harder to pull, and finally the top of it breaks through the surface, and you see a big clump of like lava and magma and molten rock on the edge of it as it pulls up and you see more and more of that following up behind it kind of looking like a large arm as all of a sudden coming out of the lava is an enormous 10 foot tall, uh, lava golem.
1: Oh my God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I want to throw a table
0: (laughs) as it, pulls up out of the lava standing to its full height towering above you this cavern is very tall so it, it's not even anywhere near the top of this ca- cavern mm-hmm. this Cavern cavern's like 50 feet tall yeah uh and it rears back and it looks at you dead in the eyes as it goes drowning drowning
1: no longer you i i am here to help you
0: Uh, <laughs> it doesn't seem to respond to like language.
1: E- even though it grabbed hold and listened to me. Even though
0: it grabbed hold and listened to you. Shoot! Uh, this thing is going to attack.
1: Oh no! <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. What's Let's do? go ahead and roll this. Okay. It rolled a ten. It rolled a ten. Uh, I I definitely beat it. Preston rolled a nine. Uh, I think I. Oh yeah, I already. Preston said it. it's a is plus just one. So
0: staring up at this thing, just shaking.
1: Wait, what did he roll?
0: He rolled a nine.
1: Oh, and it rolled a ten. I rolled a seventeen.
0: You rolled a seventeen, so you're going first. You can yeah. see this thing; it's starting. You can tell that it's get, gotten pretty angry, coming up out of the out of the lava, and that it's it's going to attack. So it's your move to do whatever you want to
1: do. Okay. Uh, and
0: you remember you are holding your other stilt in your hand. It's let go of the other end of it. And you still don't have it on your foot,
1: gotcha okay, so e- mm, this is so tricky because there's a lot of possibility here um, i I believe I believe that there's some way we can communicate with this thing and so i I am going to continue holding on to this thing and I'm going to um,
0: well, it's not holding on your stilt anymore. Oh, it's not? It let go of your stilt.
1: Oh, okay. So one, I'm going to strap my stilt back in. Okay. Step it back into the lava. So
0: that can you can either do that as your movement or as your action.
1: I'm going to use that as... I'm going to use that as my movement. Cool. And then with my action, uh, I am... Uh, I, I, you know, I, we haven't even discussed what my class is, mm-hmm. uh, for this one. Um, I, I think, I don't even know that I have a class, uh, cause I'm pretty low level. I think more so, but I do have like, I have good diplomacy in those types of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am going to, uh, I'm going to speak to this thing again, um, through movement and I'm going to, I'm gonna to touch my chest and then I'm gonna like kind of put my other hand out not touching its chest but like as though like putting it kind of near it mm-hmm. and then I'm going to put my hands together uh like like uh like they're holding hands uh, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna say I love you <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Uh and I think I think I'm going to use my my feet um uh holding strong. Which, holding strong. Uh gives me advantage on any so uh charisma or persuasion checks.
0: All right, go ahead and roll. Let's see what let's see what you get.
1: Uh okay, that's a 17 to start. Uh 17.
0: All right. I Wow. Okay, so this <laughs> giant <laughs> lava golem after you have done your little like me you both of us together <laughs> yeah uh he looks at you and he his eyes soften a little bit as soft as lava eyes can get mm-hmm. and you hear him go lonely so lonely uh,
1: um and uh, oh yeah okay yeah cool and now, You're not in combat anymore. <laughs> oh, not? No. Dang. That's what I'm talking about, folks.
0: <laughs> the power
1: of love. My, uh, oh, yeah. That was somebody who you were reading their book, and they talked about the best way to get out of a bar brawl. Is to when somebody's like, What'd you say to me? And you immediately go, Hey, my name's Casey. Yeah. It's so good to meet you. That
0: is, that is, uh, Never Split the Difference. Like, <laughs> Negotiate Like Your Life Depends on It by Chris Voss.
1: <laughs> I took it to the heart. Damn it. <laughs> I was like, I can't say my name, but I can say, like, we're together. <laughs> uh, and, um, and I, and I nod. I, I, I very, and I look at, I look at Preston and I'm like, nod and
0: also you've noticed by the way that the the crazy voices in your head have just have resided oh that's nice yes
1: those are getting loud
0: oh yeah no you can actually you can actually communicate with Preston now
1: and so how is he and Preston
0: is going what the hell
1: is happening
0: what is that thing
1: it's just you know you know what Preston it's the same as any of us confused why it's here and just trying to do its best feeling alone.
0: Do you think that we dug too deep? Is this our (laughs) punishment?
1: (laughs) I actually think that this is an opportunity. This is an opportunity to learn, (gasps) Preston. To take out a notebook and start writing. Uh, Mr. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And he grabs a notebook and yeah, And he has his little like quill and he's ready to start writing.
1: Uh, My name is Gormir, right? Gormir, yeah. Yeah, and I'm gonna say Mr. Gollum. Uh, I am Gormir. Your name? You? Gormir, you. I'm going point at, I'm pointing at me for Gormir, pointing at the golem.
0: For and me. he points at himself, and then he motions towards all the lava around you.
1: Oh, he is the lava. If I'm to be, am I, am I... Taking that incorrectly?
0: Yes. No, no, you're correct. Okay, yeah. yeah, I, was yeah. Trying to think, like, I was like, well, like I don't want to tell you what he means, but at the same time I'll just tell you what he means. Yes, yeah. he is the lava. You figured it out.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. And we keep taking bits of him. That's horrible.
0: And destroying him.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I, I look to President and I say, He is the he's the lava, and that we keep taking. We have absolutely gone too deep. Uh and this is just going to continue. If we, if we keep doing this.
0: But, but we need the lava. We can't, we can't stop. It's, it's what powers our society.
1: Look at the repercussions. It's killing people. It's killing beautiful creatures that, I, I mean, we're literally, we're taking the blood of something and using that as power. What does uh, that? What does that turn us into? How
0: else will we survive?
1: We're gonna have to get creative. We at least have to bring this to Drock. This, this information. We have to halt operations for right now.
0: We cannot halt operations. We can tell Drock what we can't stop. The city the city burns through lava faster than we can imagine. We barely keep up with demand as it is. If we stop, lives will be lost.
1: Man, this is a conundrum. I think this is a lot As of, this you giant
0: know, magma golem is still, like, hovering above you, basically.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, for, for one of the first times... uh, Gormir is coming to the conclusion that there aren't good solutions to things. Uh. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna roll a little dice for myself. High or low? <laughs> well, I had made the decision to, uh it was high. Uh the I'm going to look to the golem uh, and I'm going to say, me, you, together. Um, And I'm going to point back to those, the chains hovering on the ceiling. I'm going to say, we will stop uh, those no more.
0: And Preston is furious. You can't stop that. What are you talking about?
1: And I'm going to look to Preston. I'm going to say, would you like to disagree with the golem?
0: I'm not going to let you destroy our society.
1: Preston, press my guy. I'm
0: getting the guards. And he turns and starts to walk back to the shore.
1: Uh, I'm going to follow. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look to the golem and I'm going to say, You are uh, safe now.
0: And he looks over to where the buckets are still scooping out giant amounts of magma and carting them away on the chains. And he does not look happy. And he looks back at you, kind of like, "Really?"
1: Yes, I have to go back and stop it. Stop it. Stop the machine together. Yeah, you want to come? Together. Stop it. Yeah, you can come.
0: (laughs) Yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna head back, he's gonna follow you.
1: Okay. Oh God. Oh God. (laughs) And he.
0: He kind of like it's it's like a, he's like a shark fin uh-huh. as he moves through the magma. He kind of like goes down into it and just sort of like effortlessly glides through the magma. Okay. As he moves alongside you.
1: Okay. Um
0: he's he's certainly one with the magma.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're we're walking back uh Casey Casey to the, to the DM Do we do we have water?
0: Uh, you would know, uh, that you guys actually have something better than water. You have a a material, a a liquid like gel sort of that's like fire repellent. Uh, but it just basically hardens magma on contact, and it's and it's basically sprayed out like a fire extinguisher.
1: Where where is it that accessible?
0: Uh, over near the entrance to the lava mine.
1: Okay, so as we as which you're pretty close to. Yeah, as we're getting closer, um. And once we're within earshot of the other prisoners who are out on the on the lava, mm-hmm. I'm going to say, get off of the lava. I need you all to trust me and get off of the lava.
0: The second that Gracklestug hears you yelling that he immediately turns to the prisoners and screams for them to do, as you say, and he, he hurries people off. They listen to him because he's one of the older, more experienced miners mm-hmm. uh, as everybody start stepping with their giant stilts to get out of the water and they get to the sh- the water, out of the lava to uh-huh. get to the shore as fast as possible. Okay. But uh, the guards are all rushing over to the shore like, what are you doing? Get back out there! And they're getting mad and shoving prisoners and like not letting some of them get back onto the shore.
1: Uh, I, and I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I mean, there's them. only
0: so many of them. They can't stop all the prisoners. Yeah, there's yeah, There's yeah. like, they're choosing a few to just like, like get back out there and like trying to go convince other ones
1: to go out too. I'm, I'm going to call to the guards and I'm going to say, guards, uh, we, there is a lava golem coming with me, um, to stop the continuation of grabbing, of taking, of stealing this lava. Um, please let the prisoners off of the lava and help me bring a stop to what's happening.
0: Uh the guards at this point now are noticing the lava golem. That was not so clear before. Yeah now that you said it. Good. Uh they definitely seem scared as hell. So they stop they stop forcing the prisoners back out onto the lava, but they do not seem eager to help you.
1: We have we have equipment to bring this to an end. If you will not show the prisoners um the way to bring an end to the golem's misery. What are you trying to do? I'm trying to make it clear to them to grab the the lava, uh, R- the stuff that that turns lava into uh, whatever it's called that <laughs> uh, into. Stuff. Are you going to fuck this golem? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I am. I don't feel good about it. <laughs> I'm going to like Iron Giant it <laughs> Oh my
0: god! So you guys are nearing the shore. Gracklestug figured out what you were talking about. Okay, good. Uh, and he led some of the prisoners, and also uh, two or three of the guards, some of them the guards who were making fun of you earlier, uh, rush over to grab uh, the tanks of uh, anti-lava repellent mm-hmm. and rush back to the shore. And they're each armed with one. There's like 15 of them.
1: Okay. Um, and I'm going to... So once I get to the edge of the shore, I'm going to turn back to the, to the uh, golem and I'm going to say, Arise, Gollum, so we may find peace together.
0: Uh, yeah, he rises up out of the lava and he looks down at you and he has like a, a look of happiness in his eyes. And I'm going to say and like uh-huh. all the machinery stopped moving because the prisoners who were pushing the chain stopped like no more lava is being being mined.
1: <laughs> he kind of reaches up
0: and tips one of the buckets that has some lava in it over so that the lava comes back down. And He kind of looks happy as it as it comes back into the pool.
1: Oh, no, I feel so sad. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm going to look at him and I'm gonna say, I'm sorry. Fire.
0: As all of, as Gracklestug repeats your call to fire, all the nozzles come up. They all hit at the same time. And plumes and plumes of this uh, dark gray powder shoot out of these basically fire extinguishers. Rocket over at uh, the giant golem, c- completely engulf him. He doesn't really scream out or anything, but it's just a big cloud of repellent <laughs> that like forms around him and eventually subsides. And you just see a frozen basically like magma stat, not magma. What's the what's the what's ro- what's like hardened I lava? Know,
1: this is so annoying. I can't think
0: i been able to think about this entire time.
1: Uh. But it hard, you see, yeah. just a
0: hardened magma statue of this golem, mm-hmm. like, and he was like reaching out to like block the, the propellant as it went towards him.
1: Uh, and I'm gonna. So once we, once once he's frozen, uh, I'm gonna take the stilts off. I'm gonna step onto the shore, and I'm going. And to... And all the
0: prisoners kind of come around you and start clapping and like patting you on the back.
1: Yeah, I look, I look sad. Um, but I say uh I say to the guards, I say, um
0: And they they're happy too for the first time they're like I Goromir like thank you. You saved us.
1: I, I'm gonna say <gasps> I can't believe you did this. It's not it's not done yet. We need to act we need to act quickly, uh rope that thing and bring it onto the land so that it doesn't sink back into the lava.
0: Uh, And at this moment is when you actually notice the eyes of the guards and prisoners in front of you widening in fear as you look behind you and you see the lava for miles is all bubbling and boiling like at crazy levels that you've never seen before. And it's like roiling around and creating like waves as you and then on the shore, all of a sudden, a giant magma hand reaches out and grabs onto the shore. And starts pulling itself out. One golem comes out. Another golem reaches out and pulls himself out. You see golems rising up in the middle of the lava. Giant hands shoot out. Grab the chains holding the buckets and rip them down.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) Run. Everybody
0: run. (laughs) You all sprint out. Preston. Is just completely transfixed on what's happening.
1: I grab the back of his of his, his chainmail or whatever he's wearing and rip him. You along. rip him
0: along. Moments after you pull him out of that spot, a giant golem hand comes out and <laughs> smashes down right Deer! where he was standing. Uh-huh. As you're running and the chains are falling and like machinery is flying every direction, the magma is boiling up onto the side, sometimes grabbing people and pulling them into the lava or m- melting them where they stand. You and dozens of prisoners make it to the mine's entrance.
1: There's got to be a safety gap here. Um, uh, there is
0: a giant, like, there is a way to, like, activate this thing that will create a landslide and block off the entrance. It's a safety mechanism that's built into every uh, every mine.
1: Are we going to be able to hit it fast enough?
0: Yeah, it's on the opposite side of the door. So you can run out the door and hit it.
1: Okay, great. So we'll do that. We'll, we're we're sprinting, and I'm going to hit it.
0: All right. As you're sprinting, you hit it. The... <laughs> do you wait for everyone to get out because you're not the last person out Oh
1: yeah yeah I hurry everybody along all right
0: you hurry everybody out hundreds of people run through there's a lot of people in this mine mm-hmm. uh,
1: are we gonna make it in time you
0: have you know it's about 70 percent of the people are out are you gonna wait for the last 30 percent the magma's getting closer and closer Golems are up
1: on the ground I'm like I'm going to turn to Grocklestead and I'm gonna say when everybody's out you hit this I'm gonna stop them and I'm gonna run forward. Uh, back into the mine.
0: All right, you run forward back into the mine. Gracklestuck nodded his approval. He has his hand ready to to hit this lever as soon as... Uh,
1: and you know what? For a second, I'm going to put my my hand on his shoulder. I'm going to say, I love you. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> See you in the next life. <laughs> and I'm going to run back in, damn it.
0: And you actually notice uh, Preston
1: runs in with you. <gasps> really?
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: what are we doing, Gormir. We need to hold them off until everybody can get out of this mine.
0: All right. And he grabs a a fire extinguisher and tosses one to you, and he grabs another one for himself.
1: Well, let's kick some ass and die as heroes. Let's
0: save prisoners and guards and dwarves (laughs) all alike.
1: Preston, I like your whole arc. (laughs) I I love you. I love you. (laughs) Preston's awesome, dang it. That's what I'm talking about. As
0: you two stand side by side, blasting your fire extinguishers, melting giant hands as they reach out for you and stopping them in their tracks as they solidify into rock. Hundreds of prisoners and guards run past you. The last of them get past you and out the door as you guys are still blasting away. And I turn to Preston and I say, Keith, go back, go! I'm not leaving your side, (laughs) brother.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. And I say uh, to and I say, Blow these
0: popsicle stand. And salutes you and pulls the, pulls the lever just as the lava waves are about to reach the entrance and get out free into the rest of the prison and the rest of Dwarvish mm-hmm. society. The entire uh, mine entrance is engulfed by a giant landslide that completely blocks it off, leaving you w- alone inside this mine with you, Preston, and the lava as the lava closes in. And you and Preston, your fire extinguisher runs out. You look over to Preston; his is also out. It's been the lava been, closes in.
1: It's been really good to work with you.
0: I, I, I've realized that you are a good, a good dwarf, and you only wanted what was best for all of us. And I respect that.
1: I appreciate it. Lava golem. I am sorry, and I love you.
0: Go and roll a fate die. High or low?
1: I'm going to say low. Seven.
0: Seven. All of a sudden, the fists and the (laughs) waves that are heading towards you just freeze in place. It's (laughs) scalding hot in here (laughs) as they recede back into the lakes. And a single lava golem stands up, looks at you, and says, I love you, too.
1: Oh.
0: And that is where we will end this adventure.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh man. That was so cute. <laughs>
0: that, was, that was wild. That was... What happened?
1: How did we get here? <laughs> that was nuts, dude. Holy crap. <laughs> that was crazy town.
0: <laughs> wow. That
1: was so lovely. That was fun.
0: That I was, liked that. Yeah. You had a really positive character.
1: Yeah, I really... That, uh, and even when
0: I really wanted you to fight a lava golem, <laughs> you stopped me every time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just kept being like... Well, so I rolled a, I rolled a fate die, um... That that I just rolled like a character die because I was like I don't Casey does not know which way to go so dice take the wheel, uh, and I rolled high which was which meant that I was I needed to find a diplomatic solution with the golem, uh, and then as I was going I was like but but you know Gormir just cares about these it, she cares so deeply about the prisoners and the uh, and the guards. And making sure that dwarvish society is better, and you know she's still blinded a little bit by that. yeah, um, that's cool to create full systemic change. yeah, so you know, and she made the she made the choices that she thought were right in the moment. yeah uh, dang, I loved I loved every part of that That was, that was such a fun one. I
0: had a really good time. Thank you so much for being a player.
1: Thank you for being the DM
0: and thank you. For listening,
1: yeah, this was a long one. It was a long one. Holy crap, we're we're getting to like an hour thirty with this one. It just, <laughs> dude, honestly, at forty minutes, I was like, they, "There's no like, this just needs to keep going until yeah. we get to the end of it." Yep. I just didn't want to rush. We it. had a
0: story that we had to tell.
1: Yeah, uh, seriously, guys, thanks for sticking through. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. And we had a ton of fun. We love you. Yeah, we we <laughs> love you. Uh, I just loved that man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So thank you guys. Um, Thank you. If you had the time of your life, and we hope you did, go go tell somebody about this show. Just spread the word, write a review, anything you can. We're trying to get this thing out there more and more so more people can hear it. And the- I mean, you know, we only have so many friends. So <laughs> look, dude, we need you guys to help us out on that front.
0: One of the great ways you can do that is head over to our Instagram page, which is at city of town DND.
1: Uh, Michael, what is that?
0: Oh, it's actually at city of town dnd.
1: Dang, I gotta get these ears checked. What was it? It's at city of town. D. Oh, at City of Town D D.
0: Exactly. On
1: Instagram. On
0: Instagram.
1: That's awesome. We got really cool stuff there. We got memes. We got videos. Comments. Uh, yeah, we actually oh no, by the time this comes out We will have already done the Skull Splitter Dice uh, giveaway. But we
0: do do those. We do
1: those. So check out. Skull Splitter Dice
0: is a cool company.
1: They're so dope. And the stuff we're giving away this time is so badass. Oh, yeah. So go go check us out on there. Go give us a follow. Yeah. And we'll see you guys next time. See you next time. Thank you so much, as always, to Ryan Riveros for editing. Thank you, Ryan. And... Thank you so much to Catherine Cooligen. Thank you, Catherine. Uh, For doing the artwork. (laughs) For doing the artwork. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Love you.